Gaslighting happens when an abuser, the betrayer, tries to control you by twisting your sense of reality. And a great example of this is when they do something abusive, in this case, have an affair, which is causing trauma due to the betrayal, and then denying it even happened. Gaslighting occurs in a romantic relationship when they have betrayed you. This is their way of seeking to keep control over you and over the relationship. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Well, hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another episode of Beauty Beyond Betrayal. I'm glad you are with me today. We are actually going to be diving deep into the subject of gaslighting. You know, I've never done a complete episode around this topic, and it's time. (laughs) I've had quite a few clients that are just really going through this. Some of them are in the early stages of betrayal trauma, so they're receiving a lot of gaslighting right now, and I'm spending a lot of time educating my clients on this subject. So I thought it would be a great topic to dive into today. So first, I really want to dive into what betrayal trauma really is, because unless you understand it, you're not going to know how to deal with it. So we are going to start there. And beautiful, let me just tell you the definition of gaslighting. It's actually when the betrayer who also is abusing you, is using manipulation. They're using psychological methods to cause you to question your insanity, your own power of reasoning, 
they quit, you start questioning your own reality. And you know, gaslighting happens when the betrayer or the abuser tries to control you by twisting your sense of reality. And a great example of this is when the betrayer starts doing something abusive, in this case, infidelity, had an affair, he's betrayed you, and now when you are approaching him, confronting him, he's denying that it even happened. It occurs in regards to betrayal trauma. This is the betrayer's way to seek to control you and to stay in control of the relationship. Gaslighting is serious because it can literally cause you to feel like you're going crazy. It can cause you once again to question your own reality, to question if your sanity's intact. I know I felt like I was just going through the ringer. I questioned everything. I got to where I just didn't trust myself because the gaslighting was huge. You got to kind of think of it this way, beautiful. They call it gaslighting for a reason. It's like they're adding fuel to the fire, right? And that's what they're doing every time they heap upon you more trauma after trauma after trauma. So now that you know what gaslighting is, I want to give you six signs that you are probably in the midst of gaslighting. You are having him gaslight you. And then I want to run down with you how you can deal with this and how you can put a stop with it. So get out your pen and paper, beautiful, because we're going to dive deep. Number one, that you this is the first sign that you know you are being gaslit. And that is where they are lying and denying, lying and denying. In other words, they're looking at you and saying, listen, I know you're confronting me about this, but this never happened. They deny it till the cows come home. They say, no way, Jose, I am not in an affair. And they keep it that way. They stick to their story. They create multiple secretive lies so they can keep their story hidden. And again, they deny this every way, shape, or form. And a lot of times, they even twist it to where they come back on you and say, you're the one that is actually having the affair. Now, that's what happened in my case. When I confronted my husband, the first thing that came out of his mouth is, you're crazy, and you're the one that's having the affair. You're trying to hide it. And I was like, what? It, it literally threw me for a loop because I didn't expect that kind of answer to come out of his mouth. But he was twisting it and putting it back on me so that the spotlight would not shine upon him. And that's what they do. They want the spotlight to be on you. They want the dump truck of all the lies and denial and all the trauma to be dumped back on you so they don't have to deal with it. All right, number two is this. They make you feel crazy and delusional. They even may call you crazy and say that you're delusional. In other words, that's when they'll look at you and say, you know, what you're saying right now doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You're crazy if you think I'm having an affair. You're crazy if you think I'm looking at pornography. I would never in a million years do any of that stuff. And again, all of these go together. They can deny and they can call you crazy and cause you to think you're delusional 
all in the same sentence. So they will say, you make no sense whatsoever, which again, causes you to question yourself and it makes you feel like your mind is not intact. Number three, they correct your memory. They correct your memory because they. this is where they cause you to doubt that you even remember anything correctly or they cause you to doubt your present reality. In other words, they're saying, listen, your memory, it's not good. You're remembering that wrong. That didn't happen that way. Let me tell you how it happened. And they try to alter the truth. They try to alter the reality. Listen, beautiful. This is an age-old trick (laughs) that the enemy uses. Like the serpent used this in the Garden of Eden, right? He literally looked at Eve and said, did God really say those things, right? He was gaslighting her, trying to make her think that her memory wasn't intact, that she didn't remember what God said properly. It caused her to doubt herself and to doubt the reality and the truth that she knew. So this is the same kind of tactic. It's still going on today. And those who are in the deception, they're living an altered life. They're living in the lies and deceit and the sin. This is their tactic and they still use it today. Number four is this. They shift the blame on you. And this is where they're saying things like, oh, you're the one that's really having the affair. Or they may even say, this is your fault. You drove me to this. You didn't give me enough sex. You didn't give me enough attention. You nagged too much. You spent too much money. If you were just not as fat, if you were just you know, thinner, um, if, if you would just dress better, the list goes on and on and on and on. And they shift the blame because again, remember, they don't want the spotlight on themselves. So they're going to spotlight you and they're going to blame shift all they can. This once again, beautiful happened in the garden of Eden. When God came in and said, you know, what in the world happened, right? For paraphrase purposes. I mean, the the man said, the woman made me do it. The woman said, the serpent made me do it, right? And the serpent started blaming the people. Everybody blamed everybody else. Everybody was blame shifting instead of taking responsibility themselves. This is what happens when gaslighting occurs. They put the blame on someone else and they choose not to accept responsibility. Number five is this, they criticize your needs. In other words, they're not respecting your needs. They're saying you're way too needy. You you just suck the life out of me. Um, and they criticize everything that you need, whether it's affection, attention, whether you need some money to go somewhere, uh, whether you need the car, whatever it is, whatever your need is, they will find a reason to criticize it. They are going to break you down, in other words, because as long as they can keep you broken, they can control you. And that's the whole purpose, because if they can maintain control, again, the spotlight is off of them, and they're hoping you don't uncover the secret life that they are involved in right now, whether that's pornography, whether it's an emotional affair, 
or a physical sexual affair. They are seeking to keep it under wraps and they will use every tactic they can to do so. The next one, which is the final one, number six, is this. They dismiss you. Oh, I hate this one. Where they just, you you want to find out the answers. You want to know the truth. You are seeking some kind of resolve to the upheaval and the trauma that's been heaped on your life because you've discovered that he's had an affair or he is, you know, addicted to pornography, whatever it is, you've uncovered it, right? And so now you're wanting to talk it through, you're seeking the truth, and they dismiss you. They might come back and say, we've already discussed this. We don't need to talk about this anymore. It's time to let that go. Are you not over it yet? I mean, beautiful, how many of you have heard these comments before? That is complete dismissal. Those are one of the things that just gets under my skin terribly because your voice matters. And when they dismiss you, they're seeking to squelch your voice. And I have a lot of clients that come to me and when we're in our coaching sessions, they will tell me, Lisa, it feels like my throat is cut off. It feels like I'm choking. It feels like I can't take a deep breath or I can't swallow properly. And the trauma It's literally housed in the throat because your voice has been taken. And beautiful, when your voice is taken, that's when it crushes you because you feel like you're not worthy to even speak forth any longer. So what do you do with all of this stuff? Like, how do you deal with it and how do you stop it? Well, first off, you need to know how to recognize when gaslighting is even happening. You know, like I said earlier in the episode, it's a psychological manipulation tactic to really control you, to cause you to doubt your reality and your memory. And this is what they'll use to keep you underneath their control. Common gaslighting phrases are things like, well, you know, you're making that up. That never happened. You're being dramatic. You're blowing things out of proportion. You need to recognize the symptoms, beautiful. And when you are constantly being gaslit, it starts to show signs of a lowered self-esteem. It affects you at a great level. It causes an emotional dependence on the abuser, and it causes an dysregulation within your nervous system. During that conflict where you are being gaslit, you may even experience a range of emotions from confusion and anger to frustration and finding yourself going into an argumentative circle, both out loud and in your mind. That's when it makes you feel crazy. And this type of back and forth is extremely exhausting and it can affect your self-trust. So recognize the symptoms so that you can start to break the cycle. Then you want to stand firm in your truth. Now, the goal in gaslighting, once again, is to have you, the one who is being gaslit, doubt your perception. 
And for the person who is doing the gaslighting, which is the betrayer, their goal may be to avoid accountability while slowly causing you to foster an emotional dependence on them. They want you to be dependent upon them. They, they don't want to lose you, so to speak. They want to have their cake and eat it too. And this creates an immense internal confusion. And it chips away at your ability to trust yourself and your own memory. So how do you combat it? Well, you stand firm in your truth. You stand firm in what you know is your reality. That means believing in yourself, your feelings, and what you know to be true. And it means owning your own perception. Like, what are you currently seeing? What are the actions that you're witnessing? What did you find on D-Day? Was it emails? Was it phone records? Was it social media accounts? Did you actually see them in person? Did you actually, you know, what was it for you? What did you hear, right? What did it make you feel? It sounds like, listen, I know what I saw. Don't tell me how to feel because this is how I feel. And don't try to alter my reality because I know what's true. So stand firm in your truth, beautiful. The next one is write things down. Keep a record. This is good for yourself. This helps to ground you in your own truth. And it can be helpful when you write these things out. Journal about what you're going through and get into the habit of reviewing your journal periodically, right? Keep that record because that is a great way to maintain what is happening over time. And it also helps you to feel confident about what you know in your heart is true. Now, this was a crucial one. Keep your conversation very simple. <laughs> All right. Keep it very simple. Know your purpose when you enter into a conversation with him, don't go in half-hearted. Don't go in unprepared. I know that when we're in the heat of the moment, it's very easy to do. But this is where I tell my clients, spend some time brain dumping everything out. Get it out on paper, reassess it, look at the things that you want to talk about, decide if the things that you've written down, are they going to bring you more trauma or are they going to actually aid in your healing process? And if they're going to aid in the healing process, if they're going to help you to resolve some things, great. Those are the simple points that you want to bring up in that conversation. So what are the main points for you that you want to get across? Remember that a person who is gaslighting you will blatantly lie. They'll shift the narrative and they'll minimize how you feel. Remember the signs that I just gave you, right? Entering into that conversation, knowing your purpose and knowing what you really want to know and if it's going to truly help you in your healing process, it's going to help you remain centered on a path versus being veered in all kinds of different directions, going down rabbit holes and allowing the gaslighting to blow up in your face. All right, this one, it, one of you beautiful women need to hear this today. Be willing to leave the conversation. I want to say it again because really one of you listening really needs to hear this today. Be willing to leave the conversation. 
You know, when he's gaslighting you, he may also use tactics such as deflecting and minimizing, which can be very, very degrading. And in these instances, it's important to practice self-validation and to recognize when the conversation at hand is feeling circular and very unfair. It's like, it's like the rabbit hole. You're getting nowhere fast. So when those things happen, when you see the gaslighting escalating, when you see that the conversation is going nowhere fast, then give yourself permission to leave. Give yourself permission to leave when the conversation and is going nowhere and you start to recognize signs that your reality is being denied and that he's minimizing you, that he's deflecting you, that he's criticizing you. Don't stand for that. Remember this, beautiful. The goal of the person who is gaslighting you is to have you doubt your perception. So walking away before the gaslighting gets really severe is a way to maintain your perception of the events. This helps you to maintain your truth, okay? Now, this is the last one that I want to tell you on how to deal with it. Don't worry about trying to outsmart him. (laughs) I mean, he's the gaslighter, okay? The best way to outsmart a gaslighter is to walk away and disengage. And I know when we're in the heat of things, that's not easy. I get it. It's not always easy. But you can show up to the discussion with a mountain of evidence, have your videos, your recordings, everything in hand, and he will still find a way to gaslight you. He'll still find a way to deflect, to minimize, to criticize, to deny, to lie. And it's worth more to walk away with your truth intact. I know this firsthand because that's what happened to me. I tried to outsmart him. I had the evidence. I had the videos. I had the recordings. I had all the paper trails. I had everything. But at the end of the day, the gaslighting got very, very large. It was an inferno. And it literally almost overtook me. Beautiful walk away, disengage. Don't try to outsmart. The best way to outsmart is to walk away and disengage. So what do you, what do you do? How do you finally like deflect this and stop it once and for all? Well, you use your voice. You literally begin to speak up for yourself once again. And when someone who is gaslighting you starts and you hear the go-to gaslighting phrases coming up in the conversation, this is just a few things that you can incorporate to maintain your truth and to begin to use your voice. You can say things like, you know what? My feelings and reality are valid, and you're not going to take them from me. I do not appreciate you telling me that I'm being too sensitive. I'm traumatized because of the infidelity. And that is truth. And my feelings are valid. Here's another one. Don't tell me how to feel. This is how I feel. And my feelings are real and they are valid. Here's another one. I know what I saw. That simple, beautiful. (laughs) I know what I saw. (laughs) Here's another one. I have the evidence in hand. Facts are facts and truth is truth. You can deny all day long, but I choose to stay in truth and not live a lie. 
How about this one? I'm allowed to explore these topics and conversations with you and do not tell me that I'm being too dramatic. I have a voice and I'm using it. And this last one, I will not continue this conversation if you continue to gaslight me, to minimize what I'm feeling, if you continue to call me crazy or tell me that I'm to blame, any of that. If you do that, I am walking away. And then beautiful, implement the consequence to that boundary. Walk away. This is what you do when someone gaslights you. This is how you take control back. So as we land this plane today, let me just share this with you. When you are going through betrayal trauma, it brings a massive upheaval in your life. You've literally had a truckload, a dump truckload of lies, deceit, uh, devastation, crushing, shattering, um, just secret uh, lifestyle, altering your reality. All of this is dumped upon you and it can really emotionally dysregulate you. So you need a support system. You need someone you can share your truth with. Now, I always tell my clients, you can use a safe friend, a safe family member, your safe people to talk to, to journey with. And that is great. But at the end of the day, a support system like a counselor, a therapist, trauma-informed, or a trauma-informed coach is a great support system to have because they are going to help you to not only share your truth, to talk it out, but also to process through it. This is why I said someone who's trauma-informed. They're not going to try to downplay it for you. They're not going to tell you to just get over it. No, no. They are literally going to be your support system that's going to help you build your internal confidence as you are working through the trauma from all that you've just experienced. And you can reduce the psychological and emotional hold that a gaslighter has on you when you share your truths with safe people. So I would strongly urge you to look for those who are safe in your life and then reach out to either a counselor, a therapist, or a trauma-informed coach who can help you with this. And if you're looking for one, I have a few spots available that I have just literally opened up this month so that I could take a few more clients and I'm ready for you. I want to take you by the hand, help you process through this so that you can get your life back. Here's the bottom line, beautiful. It's very disorienting to have a conversation with a gaslighting person, with a betrayer who is doing this to you because it knocks you off of your center. It knocks you off balance and it changes the path of the discussion to something that now causes the blame to shift to you and your feelings for blowing things out of proportion when you're just trying to share your feelings because you're devastated. And it's more okay to walk away and to grieve the reality that your needs in the conversation might not be met. You might not be heard ever, but it's better to walk away and grieve that 
to stand firm in your truth and lean into your support system so that you can get back to living the truth, your real reality in a life that you truly desire, one that's filled with joy and freedom, one that's healed from all the trauma that you've gone through. And I would love to help you in navigating these feelings that you have because of being gaslit. And I'm ready to start with you today. So click the button below where it says www.affairrecoveryplan.com and I'll be glad to help you with that. I'm ready and waiting. Beautiful, don't allow gaslighting to ruin your life. It's time to take back control. It's time to use your voice again because beautiful, you are worthy to be loved. You are worthy to be loyal to and you are always enough. Cheers for now. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.